be a show. But you do a great show by yourself. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Okay, we're listening to 96.1 FM, 900 AM WURD, Black Talk Media, The Chris Murray Report. We'll be right back. For office supplies, office furniture, and janitorial supply needs, contact Super Office Solutions Incorporated. We are an African-American-owned company. We offer 90-day free delivery. Our customers include Universal Companies, the University of Pittsburgh, Jewish Family Services, and many others. You can contact us online at S-U-P-R-A-O-S.com or call for special discounts at 855-777-8772. Super Office Solutions Incorporated, service excellence. Real ID is coming. Are you ready? Real ID is a federal requirement that affects how all states issue driver's licenses and ID cards. After October 1, 2020, you will need a real ID or another TSA-approved form of ID to board all flights or enter federal facilities that require ID. Real IDs will be available in spring 2019, but you can pre-verify now. It's easy. Learn how at pen.gov slash real ID. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. Membership has its privileges. Get your forward member exclusive for Yanla Van Zant's special presentation at the Word Empowerment Experience on December 1st. Forward members get a 50% discount on these tickets. That's only $10. If you're not a member, you can start or renew by going to wordradio.com or call 215-425-7875. Sign up today so you can take advantage of this special early bird member rate. Prices change after November 23rd. Support independent black media. Join the forward movement today. Since 1904, Philly's top sandwich pros and homemakers have always started the exact same way, with those legendary Amoroso's Rolls baked fresh daily. Word family, put your favorite Amoroso's Rolls on your shopping list to enjoy as you watch your Philadelphia Eagles take on the New Orleans Saints this Sunday. Want to make your very best sandwiches? Always start with the very best sandwich rolls. Pick them up today at your favorite supermarket or food store. Amoroso's, why Philly sandwiches are world famous. One in three adults has prediabetes. That means it could be you, your best man, your worst man. (gasps) Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org to know where you stand. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Wake up with Word on Word Radio. It's the rapping professor Aaron Smith. Make sure y'all tune in for Waking Up With Word because we will recap the whole weekend's events, politics, sports, music, the environment, the economy. You do not want to miss it. You're Waking Up With Word, y'all. Don't miss Wake Up With Word. Weekdays, 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. Right here on Word Radio. 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Okay, we're back. And see, Jordan, I'm just giving you a little education. See, that's see, that's that funky '70s beat. Don't get me wrong. I, I understand. You know, you know, I, I'm not gonna hate on y'all's music. I'm not gonna hate. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but, but that, you know, but like I said, man, you know, that beat. I always, to me, I always like to be. I like. I'll, my, my greatest fantasy of the 19 of growing up outside of being a football player was to be in a funk band. Be, you know, with the, like, you know, a, a huge piece funk band with horns. And I wanted to play either the guitar or the bass. You know, I wouldn't mind, like, you know, one of the things that I do when I practice, when the times I have to, when I'm not grading papers and getting ready for shows and stuff like that, when I practice my guitar, you know, like this week I was pra- I was playing, um, doing it, I was, pra- I was practicing with Doing It to Death by by James Brown. You know, have, we're gonna have, a, and all I was playing was the guitar part. Dun, 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 dun. That's all. That's the only part that I was playing there. I mean, you know, I just wanted to be a part of the funk band. Just, just, just a part of the band. Now, one of the things, like I say, in the NBA, I well, we talked about uh, we talked about Kyrie. Kyrie had forty three points last night, eleven assists. I mean, good lord! Now he's starting to gel in with you know with with some of the guys that they that they have on you know the you know Jason you know Jason Tatum and all that. I mean, they. They he's starting to you know 
they're, they're starting to gel together. They are going to be still, even with the Sixers getting Jimmy Butler, they're going to be difficult to beat, I got to tell you. And they're here, stacked. Yeah, they're stacked. And, here, and to tell and my man who's, my man Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, the Scoop B. Podcast, dude, you know, right now, um, the balance of power has changed a little bit, but I don't think, but I still think the Celtics, even though they don't have the best record, right now Toronto has the best record, the Celtics are still, to me, at this early stage of the season, the team to beat. Did the Sixers do themselves a favor and improve a little bit? Can they be on that same, as, as my previous guest said, are they on that same line with Toronto Boston, and in Boston, in the East? Hey, Chris. Um, no, I, I think that when you look at the NBA's obviously the Toronto Raptors are sitting high above, um, but you really can't sleep on the Celtics um, because I think that the Celtics, um, obviously Kyrie Irving dropped 43 points last night, but the Celtics have a second life going into this season. Uh, obviously Gordon Hayward being out and then Jason Tatum emerging last season and then you know all the guys are where they're supposed to be. But then when you look at the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, team that went out and got Jimmy Butler, um, they're still finding their way. And so I think it's a little premature to say that they're an elite. I, I think that sometimes you just got to let players play. Um, and I think that those arguments of who are elite and who's not, I, I blame it on the 24-hour news cycle that is social media and, and, and CNN. But uh, rest assured, the Sixers have upgraded um, by adding Jimmy Butler, a 29-year-old who's a multiple uh, NBA All-Star, uh, who's going to be a vocal leader on that team. Something the Sixers really needed. I think the Sixers are a team um, that last season nobody expected them to be as good as they are, but now the tail of the tape shows how good they are and, and, and teams have caught up. So adding Jimmy Butler adds a mental toughness that I don't think that they had previously. Right. But they still have some flaws. Last night they, they, they beat a really good Utah team with Donovan Mitchell. And uh, but they still had 18 turnovers. They gave up 20 points off those 18 turnovers, and it just seems like that team is still they're still a work in progress. But yet, a lot of a lot of our media is saying here that Brett Brown now he's not on the hot seat, but after everything you know of the trying to bring all these guys together that they still have a you know he, he has to deliver some people think that all this right this this season will be a referendum on um or on brett brown i mean the philadelphia 76 is a young they like to run so having 18 turnovers in, in last night's game was winning um to me doesn't really surprise me utah's a very good team but they're also young uh and i think you know having a, a donovan mitchell with joe inglis uh, Rudy Gobert, some of those other guys on Quinn Snyder's team, um, they match up well against the 76ers. And, you know, Jimmy Butler is keenly familiar with the Utah Jazz coming from the Western NBA's Western Conference. Um, but when I look at it's, it's your assessment of, of, of Brett Brown, um, I looked at Brett Brown maybe a few years ago, maybe he should have been gone. But there's something that, you know, the Sixers uh, rasped on in him, and they trusted the process, as you, if you will. <laughs> and uh, I think when you look at guys like Brett Brown, uh, Mike Budenholzer, uh, and, and some of those other people that come out of the Greg Popovich tree, they come highly recommended. Um, and, and I think that, you know, Mike Budenholzer, uh, I, I think one thing is, is that is interesting about Budenholzer comparatively to Brett Brown is uh, many people are talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. As much as everybody pays attention to the Boston Celtics, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Toronto Raptors, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have a, a guy who's a, mm, a potential MVP candidate in, in Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak. Yeah. He's having in this season. So if I'm him, I'm, I'm laughing that everybody else is paying attention to those three other teams and that they're not, as my mother would say, paying them no attention. And, uh, you know, I think it's pretty cool that uh, you have an Eastern Conference that is so definitely um, competitive. Everybody's paying attention to the NBA's Western Conference, right? Because no, that's interesting. You you, you bring that up and, and you talk about Milwaukee. Because last night I was watching Tim Legler on ESPN, and he brought up the fact that this might be the first time in a long time that the Eastern Conference really has some legit teams that could contend for a title. What are your thoughts on that? When you like I said, you know, I just want you, if you can expand on that. You know how. Is how good is are those Eastern Conference teams as opposed to um, as opposed to those teams that play in the West? Well, you look at the Toronto Raptors, for example. Um, and many people said going into the season, 
um, that the fact that LeBron James left the, left the Eastern Conference and went to the Western Conference, uh, as now a member of the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, that uh, the Toronto Raptors would win the East. And I think that the Boston Celtics and the, the beat, uh, Philadelphia 76ers have something to say about that. But in the same token, I mean, even from a competitive perspective, they're not a top team, but, you know, Kimball Walker of the Charlotte Hornets um, has been playing pretty well uh, individually. Uh, you look at the, the, the Washington Wizards uh, and, and adding John Wall, and, or rather in adding uh, Dwight Howard to a team that has Bradley Wilfield and, and John Wall. They're entertaining to watch, um, but I think the top-tier teams in the Eastern Conference are, are surely um, the Celtics, the, the Sixers, the Raptors, um, and, 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 and the Milwaukee Bucks. I also do think um, that the Cleveland Cavaliers are in the transition period uh, post-LeBron. You know, you look at Zion Williamson and Duke right now, and many people believe that the, the, the Cavs may have the first or the second pick in, in, in next year's draft. You add Zion Williamson in to, the, to the mix that he's picked number one, and number two, and number three. And so the Eastern Conference is going to be talked about even more, even for just the intrigue of Zion Williamson. So, you know, you, you, you just look at the NBA's Eastern Conference, I don't remember a time that the NBA's Eastern Conference was so talked about other than the Bulls run and maybe even the Detroit Pistons and the New Jersey Nets going back and forth uh, in, in like 2004, 2003 to 2005. Um, but I think, you know, even the Chicago Bulls with, with, with Zach Levine, uh, arguably a, a most improved player of the year candidate, he's doing his thing. You look at the Detroit Pistons, uh, a 16, uh, a 7-6. You have Blake Griffin, who's been leading that team, and 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 Don K- and Casey has something. To, Dwayne Casey having something to prove this season. He went to Toronto the other day and took on the Raptors. So, you know, the Pacers are up there. Victor Oladipo is, 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 is leading and guiding that team to something special. So, you know, even the Nets, a third Karis LeBurk got hurt this week, and uh, it seems that he'll be able to come back in March. The Nets have played some competitive basketball early in the season, and I take that back. The Hornets are a seven seed at seven and seven. Uh, and the Orlando Magic are up there in the in the AC at seven and eight. So I mean, there's a lot of basketball that's being competitive, and um, you know, the Western Conference comparatively, the teams that I'm most impressed with. There's two teams I'm impressed with: uh, the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. They've been playing very well this season. Right. Well, you know, um, speaking of the Western Conference. Everybody, you know, all my Golden State Warrior fans have been talking about the incident regarding Kevin Durant versus Draymond Green. And basically, Draymond Green, according to uh, according to Yahoo article I'm sitting here reading in Yahoo, basically told Durant, we don't need you. What's your thoughts? What have you been hearing about that situation? Well, Chris, it's, it's, for those who are listening, um, two months ago, uh, I broke a story uh, about Kevin Durant uh, in the Los Angeles September 17th of this year. Uh, and then a source told me that Kevin Durant, uh, confirmed with me that Kevin Durant will be joining the Los Angeles Lakers uh, next season. Many people laughed at me and uh, thought this was crazy. I mean, they talked about it on High Noon with Omani Jones. They talked about it on Jalen and Jacoby's podcast. Um, and a myriad of other websites wrote about that story. Um, two months later, uh, you see the fight or... You know, it started on the bench. Uh, it, the Clippers and the, and the uh, Warriors were playing, and it was the final seconds of the game, and the Warriors lost to the Clippers. Um, but the, the issue kind of reminded me of that episode of Fresh Prince, uh, where Will and Carlton were on the same team, and Will wanted the ball, but Carlton wanted the ball too. And uh, it was one of those situations with Draymond and, 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 and Kevin Durant, where um, Kevin Durant wanted the ball in the final minutes, and Draymond. Uh, didn't want him to have the ball, so that that issue uh, carried over to the locker room. And um, reportedly, Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports says that uh, Draymond Green uh, called Kevin Durant a bitch. Wow! I can I can spell that on radio, right? Yeah, you can spell that on the radio. <laughs> you can. That you can, my friend. No, no, okay. And um, long story short, uh, we have a situation where it's been talk of the town. Uh, the last uh, few days and uh, my story about Kevin Durant looks more plausible I've also gone uh, on the record and said that the Lakers are very interested in not only bringing in Kevin Durant via free agency but they're also looking uh, to bring in Anthony Davis uh, the- yeah that's the, yeah go ahead I'm so, sorry 
um, th- those things are, are, are definitely um, are, are caveats that are on the Lakers' plate. Uh, per my sources, uh, with, uh, who have ties to the Los Angeles Lakers uh, organization, and um, I will just say that that situation with Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, while that it has been a news peg this week, um, they're still the world champions, and right. um, until otherwise, uh, there's a team that has to beat them in. Uh, they are a good team, and I think it's interesting that during the time where Steph Curry is not playing, right, uh, it seems that uh, when the cast away, the mice will play. Right. Well, that's that's interesting because see, I wonder how something like that affects the team moving forward. I mean, you know, I mean, do you get the guys to to, to just play nice? Because um, I still remember here that you know when when Terrell Owens and on the football side was saying all kinds of things about Donovan McNabb while they're still on the team. And no one seemed, no one stepped in. No one stepped in and and basically said, hey, look, um, you know, guys, you know, we have to think about the larger issue, and that's winning a championship. Now, the Golden State Warriors have a couple. They want they want to three-peat. They want a three-peat this year. Will this have any effect on them moving forward? Or, or, will, or, will, or is this... Kind of like I was telling was saying earlier back in the day, Reggie Jackson and Billy North of the Oakland A's having a fight, or Reggie Jackson not getting along with Thurman Munson of the Yankees. That you know we 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 fight, but yet we still win. Well, here's the thing: Draymond Green has always been a guy um, that has been a polarizing figure, but for the same reason that people may hate him, he's the same reason why he's been the glue that has kept that Warriors team together. The Warriors, that Warriors team potentially had a chance to win multiple championships. The one that they didn't win was in 2016 when he got suspended for the flagrant foul and the courage to his mouthpiece, etc. And what did they do? They upgraded and got uh, Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant was always a rental anyway. He wasn't right. part of the four. Kind of like, you know, on this side of the river, you know, the Yankees had Bernie Williams. They had Derek Jeter. They had, you know, they had that core four. But A Rod was never part of that original team. Right. He was a stepbrother. Right, right. So, but that doesn't take anything away from his prowess. A Rod was still a talented baseball player. And, you know, so when you look at that situation with the Warriors, I think Kevin Durant is still focused and locked in on winning the championship with his brethren. And I think that when, I think that the Warriors are just banged up right now. And I think that's just the business news cycle that is now. You have the Lakers who who had who got you know the butt where the butt is a joke early in the season. You had that fight with the Houston Rockets uh, with Rondo and, and Chris Paul, or then you know then the Rockets were the butt of the joke, and somebody had to take the ball, and it was Carmelo Anthony uh, who on his way out, and then and then now the Warriors. I think it's a cyclical uh, news cycle. It, it could be the Sixers next week. I mean, the Sixers were were trying to end the news cycle on top of the trade. Markel Fultz was the topic of conversation. So, right. You know, it just it just depends on what 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 news cycle is brewing this week. And speaking of that, Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Anthony was unceremoniously released from the Houston Rockets, or he they made an agreement. And I was just talking with my young producer here, my young intern here, Jordan, who says that you know, we were talking about should Carmelo come to Philly. I think this might be it for. I think Carmelo's done. Do you? Is Carmelo done? You know, I was having this conversation with a colleague of mine last night. Um, I think Carmelo Anthony represents one of the last people uh, in the NBA that has been heavily influenced uh, by Allen Iverson. His 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 walkout reminds me so much of Allen Iverson, and I think that the, the news tag that really uh, uh, ties it to that is when. He was in Oklahoma City last year, and somebody asked him about coming off the bench, and he said he was a starter. It reminds me so much of uh, uh, Allen Iverson in, 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 in Detroit and Allen Iverson in Denver. And so you look at this situation with Carmelo Anthony, I think that uh, he's often been labeled as you know selfish and more, and I think it started during his time with the Knicks. Right. Uh, and I think that that was a no-win situation for him uh, with the Knicks uh, because – they traded the whole kit caboodle for him to come to New York, and New York was expecting a championship. And so, you know, he's bounced around with the Oklahoma City, now in Houston. I think the Houston situation uh, was a very interesting situation. You went from going to the conference finals last year, uh, a game away from making it to conference finals, uh, to now being a team that's through the first less than 
um, you have a producer, and unfortunately, he's become the fall guy. Um, and unfortunately, uh, you know, Trevor Ariza uh, leaving impacted that Houston Rockets team greatly. And many thought that, you know, he. I don't think people thought he would replace Trevor Ariza because he was his. He was the Rockets' defensive whiz. But they also lost Rupert Monte. They lost Ryan Anderson. Uh, and so when I look at that situation with Carmelo, he was the fall guy. But the other thing is, basketball now is small ball. But the thing is, there are a lot of guys that are younger than him that now do what he does. Right. And I think Carmelo Anthony can still score in volume. Two years ago, I thought that he was one of the, the biggest scoring threats in the NBA. I still think that he's a scoring threat. I just think that for him to be on a team, he can't be one of the guys he has to be guy. Right, right. I, I do. And the thing is, is that you're right. And the thing you made uh, uh, a reference to Allen Iverson but you would think that some of these guys would, I mean, take the Ray Allen example. Ray Allen was a starter for much of his career, and he started coming on the bench, and he extended his life in the league for a little while longer, in my opinion. I mean, I wonder why that, you know, that, you know, that, that he can't take that stance because he seems like one of those guys, unless I'm starting, I'm not interested, I have to be the superstar. So where does he go? Where does Melo, where does Melo go? Don't sleep. You look at the you look at the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Carmelo and Rudy Gay are both from Baltimore. Right. Uh, Carmelo Anthony uh, played on Team USA with Greg Popovich being one of the assistant coaches on that team. Now he's the head coach of USA Basketball with uh, Coach K. You know, extending the baton to him. But I like San Antonio as an option uh, in the Carmelo Anthony sweepstakes. Uh, wow. Just because. Um, it's far away. You know, I talked to Clyde Drexler over the summer. And one of the things that I talked to Clyde Drexler about um, was uh, Isaiah Thomas. Current Isaiah Thomas. Now Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas. Right. And he said one of the things that he likes about Isaiah Thomas going into this season uh, was that the spotlight was taken off of him. Right. And so when I look at that situation with Carmelo Anthony, him going to San Antonio uh, is almost like... Uh, your favorite wide receiver going to the Boston, uh, excuse me, to the New England Patriots. Right. Right. I think that's a viable, that would be a viable option for um, Carmelo Anthony at this point. Yeah, but but the whole, uh, would, would he be able to start with, with Golden State? Would, would they allow him to start? Would Carmelo start? Yeah. That would have to be a conversation with him, Pop. I say things on radio and, 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 and Twitter now, and people hang on my every word. I say that's a conversation with him, Pop. And um, but I will say that I think that he'll be in a situation where he can be one of those guys, like a like a almost like an Antonio McDice transitioning from Denver to the Knicks to the Pistons and the Spurs or Cleveland, and kind of being a role guy, a star transitioning into a role guy and preserving their career. Wow. So yeah. So from that standpoint, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good. But but how how would Pop handle that though? Because he he. Here, Melo's going to come in here some morning to start. How does Pop, if you can get inside Pop's head, because Pop has a way, Pop is quite pers- persuasive either way. Well, I'll tell you what, Pop is one of those guys that has the respect of, of many of the NBA players. I mean, my sister is 22 years old. He, Popovich is my sister's generation's modern day Bill Jackson. Right. So, that being said, I, I think that Pop automatically has instant credibility and commands respect of players, and I, I think it's one of those things where Mike D'Antoni does not have that type of um, panache that uh, Pop has. Right. Um, I think I look at Don, I'd look at um, Mike D'Antoni as the modern day Don Nelson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Small a ball playing minimal defense over the last year, they did play some defense. You know, you look at, you know, what D'Antoni was able to accomplish with Phoenix. Uh, I think that that Phoenix Sun team was ahead of its time uh, right. with small ball. Um, and Don Nelson was ahead of his time. I mean, man, he had Tom Tolbert uh, running point at times during the run team. C. Yeah, run with, with Mitch Richmond, uh, Tim Hardaway, and Chris Mullen. So, you know, you, you just look at, to go back to your, your question about uh, Popovich, I look at Popovich as a guy who, you know, has been able to revitalize certain people's careers. I mean, look at Mike Brown. Right. And now assistant coach with the Golden State Warriors. Um, Mike Brown was able to um, 
really and truly uh, get a second life in the NBA and, and, and could have become a head coach uh, had he taken some, you know, some job or took, taken some uh, interviews really seriously. So, um, Greg Popovich, I think, will be a good option with the San Antonio Spurs and Carmelo Anthony. Right. One more final one, one final question before we go to break. Um, in the West, okay, is, is there any up-and-coming team in the West that, should, that we should be thinking about? Looking at the Utah Jazz as one as one of those teams. What 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 young and up-and-coming team is looking to make some noise come March and April? Um, the Denver Nuggets currently sitting at ten and five. Uh, team that I said going into the season uh, will be a, a, a top mm, top four team. Um, I, I think that they're definitely a team. Gary Harris is playing his tail off. I mean, he's the reason why uh, Tyree Irving was so upset when he threw the ball into the stands because he was trying to pad his stats. Uh, right. <laughs> Ricky Davis there, but uh, I look at you know I look at the Nuggets. I also um, look at the Portland Trail Blazers, a team that I thought would be a top five team. They're currently sitting in third place, uh, seven to three in their last ten, um, and in the NBA's Western Conference, they're currently ten and five. I mean, they went at the Los Angeles Lakers earlier this season, uh, and I also look at the Sacramento Kings. Um, I don't know if they're going to make noise deep, but currently, you know, they are in ninth, in ninth place, uh, eight and seven, tied for eight seven with the New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, they, they've been playing pretty good. I mean, they beat the, the, the Timberwolves, I believe, last week. Um, they're going toe to toe with the Lakers, and you know, uh, I think that that's a team that 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 you should be paying attention to. The young team with some with some potential, but but really and truly in the playoff picture, Nuggets and the Trailblazers are, are surely a team that are that is that is doing their thing right now. Right. Well, I was going. We got to go to break, but I definitely want to say I, I appreciate you coming here today talking about. Uh, you know, talking about the NBA. I wanted to ask you some more about LeBron James, but we got to go to break. Can you stick around for just one, 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 one last little, one, couple, couple of minutes? And I want to ask you about. And that'll be my my last question to you when we come back from the break. So you're, no listen, you're listening to ninety six point one FM, nine hundred AM WURD, Black Talk Media, and the Chris Murray Report will be right back. At Champion Dentistry, we want to make sure your smile is as healthy as it is beautiful. Whether you're calling for a routine checkup, calling about a newly developed toothache, or interested in learning about cosmetic dentistry options. Our services include routine checkups, cosmetic dentistry, gum care, laser dentistry, and more. Champion Dentistry is in the Overbrook Farm section of the city, easily reachable by public transportation. Call 215-473-4717 to schedule an appointment today or visit championdentistry.org. The House of Smiles. Celebrating 25 years, the Universal Circus. Glad to be a part of history. Philly, the wait is over. We're here playing through December 2nd. And we're live at Fairmount Park. Tickets available at Ticketmaster. Real ID is coming. Are you ready? Real ID is a federal requirement that affects how all states issue driver's licenses and ID cards. After October 1, 2020, you will need a Real ID or another TSA-approved form of ID to board all flights or enter federal facilities that require ID. Real IDs will be available in spring 2019, but you can pre-verify now. It's easy. Learn how at pen.gov slash real ID. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. A place like home too, located 2276 George's Lane, provides a clean and active environment for seniors, including referrals, daily cognitive therapy, podiatry, exercise, arts, and crafts. Call 215-878-1200 now. The Empowerment Experience is coming. Join Word Radio for our second annual Word Empowerment Experience, Saturday, December 1st from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the historic Art Street Meeting House, located at 320 Art Street in Philadelphia. This year features a special presentation by nationally acclaimed author, life coach, television personality, and former Word host, Iyanla Van Zandt, host of Iyanla Fix My Life. When people get stuck into a way of thinking and being and living, it becomes so natural. It's like water to the fish. The experience will also include health and wellness resources, a job readiness workshop, and a holiday marketplace where you can shop with local businesses. The empowerment experience is free and open to the public. 
However, Ianla Van Zandt's presentation is ticketed. Grab your tickets today at wordradio.com or call 215-425-7875. Hurry, order by November 23rd and take advantage of our early bird rate of just $10 for four word members and $20 for non-members. It's the Word Empowerment Experience, Saturday, December 1st. Doors open at 11. Sponsored by Keystone First, the Philadelphia Department of Transportation's Real ID Program, Comcast NBC Universal, the Department of Drug and Alcohol, Pico, Moravia Health, Aetna, Wells Fargo, Dietzen Watson, HERS, Amorosos, Canada Dry, and the Pennsylvania Lottery. Okay, we're back. Before I get back to our guest Brandon Robinson, there is a developing situation, <laughs> there's a situation, and out in College Park, Maryland, Ohio, number 10, Ohio State, is losing to Maryland 14 to three, and Anthony McFarland of the, of the Terrapins had a couple of long runs, 75 yards, 81 yards. Um, maybe that'll change, but I think maybe Ohio State's looking looking forward to Michigan next week, so that's upset alert. Okay. The Lakers, Brandon, are eight and six on the season. I've seen some, I've seen some improvement here and there, and all that. So, what what are the Lakers doing right right now? They're eight and six. They seem like this. I wouldn't say riding the ship, but there's, I guess, there's, they're they're the seventh seed in the West. They've gelled. I think a lot of times any LeBron James led team uh, that he's been on when he's going to a new team, it's time to develop. And uh, I think one of the coup de grace that has uh, definitely uh, benefited uh, the Lakers is the acquisition of Tyson Chandler and the emergent play of Bell McGee. Uh, and I also just think that that suspension uh, of Rajon Rondo uh, was a blessing in disguise for that Lakers team because during that, that period, uh, not only was Rondo suspended, but also Ingrams was suspended, but Kyle Kuzma stepped up immensely, uh, as, as well as um, Lonzo Ball. Um right. Rondo will be out for three to five weeks uh, with an, another injury himself in the Blazers game the other day. Uh, but I genuinely do think um, that the Lakers um, kind of have a good situation moving towards uh, Thanksgiving, um, you know, so they can extend that streak. They play the Miami Heat tonight in Miami, the homecoming of sorts for LeBron, and then uh, they have some time off. Um, they play. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland on Wednesday. So that'll be another homecoming for LeBron James. Yeah. Um, trying to get some home cooking in the great state of Ohio. You were just talking about Ohio. And then, um, you know, it's back to business after the Thanksgiving break. So, yeah, man, I, I just think that the Lakers are in a good place right now. But it definitely takes time and, um, you know, some personnel shifts. And, you know, I mean, they went from, was LeBron a great fit to uh, could Jason Kidd or Mark Jackson come in and uh, take Luke Walton's job to – all is right with the world at Tinseltown. So it's going to be a process, man. And um, if you're a betting man, you don't bet against LeBron James. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll say this, though. I don't think, by any stretch of the imagination, that th- I don't think this year, this is the year that the Lakers, I think they're, they're are, are, so you're saying right now they're a work in progress. We're all a work in progress, Chris. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred and ten years old, and I'm still a work in progress. So, okay. So, all right. Well, from from that standpoint, I got thank you, man, for being here with us today, as always. And uh, you know, man, I enjoy your insights around the league. I really do. And because uh, I know a lot of people around the league, but Brandy, you always give you always think outside the box, and I and I appreciate that. Of course, man. Thank you for always giving me the opportunity to be myself. Yeah. So from that standpoint, we'll we'll see you next time. But thank you so much today, man. Yes, sir. All right. That was Brandon Robinson of Scoop B Podcast. You can hear his podcast on Apple Tunes and or Apple Apple Podcasts, iTunes. You can hear it everywhere, man. And uh, you know, so in any event, well, so that's the state of the NBA right now. We got we got to take a look at that. Um, we got it. it's, it's interesting because, like I say again, the whole thing, the whole thing with Draymond Green and and uh, and Kevin Durant, 
you know, I don't know if that's just a product. Now I know I'm going on. I, I, I don't know. Is is it that guys today just don't? Are the egos such today, um, Jordan? That guys just and we're talking about. I know we 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 often criticize millennials. I'm sorry, we we did that. <laughs> we were criticized. I guess we were criticized back in the day for liking Parliament Funkadelic and always wanting to get high and stuff like that, and 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 and, and the disco era and all that, but. You know, we we all we always ascribe certain things to young people, and years from now, you're gonna be dealing with people, you know, who, you know, who are younger than you. All these young, these young whippersnappers, you know, well, get off my lawn. So, because I heard somebody say that it's just how millennials roll, they're immature and all that. And do you, I don't, do you buy that, or is it, or is it just us old heads? And be honest, you know, sometimes we old heads can kind of be, you know, we're. We we're 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 the, in the in the get off my lawn mode. I can see that honestly, because really, I think people my age just doesn't really have that kind of self esteem. I think when they try to be more egotistical and all that, that's just basically to get their self esteem up. Right. Yeah, that's so, what I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of guys. You know, it's a funny thing. You know. Um, um, there was somebody, you know, was talking to me about the whole quote-unquote alpha male thing and, you know, mm-hmm. macho. To be honest with you about that, you know how I feel about that? I, there's several ways. One, if you, I think the alpha males, people who call themselves alpha whatever, except for the fraternity alpha, alpha <laughs> but um, people who call themselves alpha types, I think that to me is, is, is basically a cover-up for insecurity, mm-hmm. a very, is, is insecurity, and it's a cover-up for, you know, just, you know, what I quote-unquote call A-H-O-L-E behavior, you know, right. to justify being a jerk, you know, <laughs> basically, because people say that, and sometimes kids, you know, on teams and stuff, nobody realizes, you know, sometimes, yeah, guys aren't on teams aren't going to get along. But one of the things you you have to realize is that what's the goal and in sports? It's just to win. That's it's it. just to win. You don't got to like each other. You don't have right. to you know go to the store and you know go to the go to the club and y'all hang out together. Right. It's a job. You do you know you do your job and that's it. And now maybe I'm just maybe I'm oversimplifying that a little bit, but that's that's what it comes down to. Because I thought. During the years of uh, Terrell Owens versus Donovan McNabb, sure they didn't like each other, and mm-hmm. but but the thing is, someone within the organization, maybe a teammate, maybe someone in the front office or the coach, should have just sat all parties down that year after because that was a part of the Super Bowl hangover. This is when they went to the Super Bowl and they lost. Right. Somebody should have said, "Look, you know, we were three points away from a world championship." Okay. You know, let's try to complete the job because sometimes you don't win it off the bat. Sometimes you go, you lose, okay, you come back, and okay, let's work on this and let's keep that focus to win a championship. And sometimes when I see stuff like Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, mm-hmm. um, somebody, and I know Steve Kerr is that type of coach, is going to say, hey, fellas, you know, you don't like each other. I don't care what's gonna happen next year or whatever. But let's try to let, let's just try to make history. You're on the verge of winning three straight three straight championships. You're on the work on the verge of you know being like the, being in that same air as those Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls teams. And you're on the verge of that. Why why you know why let a why let a petty cat fight? And that's what it is, cat fight, you know. <laughs> why let that go? Why let that linger? Exactly. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't get that. I, I just, I don't get that whole thing. And I'm just, I, I just kind of feel like, you know, be professional. You know, are we like you're in elementary school or, or dare I say, because, because I say this with the bias, I teach college freshmen. Mm-hmm. Don't act like, don't act like kids, you know, that... You know, you understand that that's the stage that young kids go through, but when you are on the verge of, of, of making history, you know, mm-hmm. that you know, that kind of pain and that and that was personal. I mean, sometimes I wonder if that could linger on or is somebody gonna on that team gonna say, uh, fellas, we on the verge of history. Let's do now what happens next year, you want if Durant wants to go to the Lakers, fine. You know, Durant wants to go, that's his choice. That's you know, a lot of people think it's bad for the game. And I'm going to ask people this. I'm going to ask you all who are in the listening audience. I want to ask y'all, 
Is all this kind of superstars jumping all over the place? Is it bad? Some people say it's bad for the game. I mean, to me, it's a business investment. You know, you're trying to, to, to you know, maximize whatever dollars you have in your career. Because last week, I saw on Twitter that people were, were attacking Le'Veon Bell. And my good buddy, Mike Freeman, of the Bleacher Report, basically, basically, you know, just admonished a whole lot of Pittsburgh fans for basically... For basically saying, you know, leave leave the guy alone because you know he's just it's business. You know, everybody knows it's bit that this is business. You know, <laughs> trading when I was a kid, watching the Baltimore Colts trade Johnny and I, it's the way the Chargers. I didn't like it, but it was business. Guy was old. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I didn't like to see Brian Dawkins leave Philadelphia. Yeah, I, was I didn't one, like that either. I didn't like how how Brian Dawkins left, but it's business. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's business and. You know, but then again, for I'm not mad at guys to maximize their ability because in sports, you got a short period of time. So, 215-634-8065-1866-361-0900. We still got about 20 minutes left on the show. So, you know, so give me a call. Tell me anything that's on your mind. Eagles, is tomorrow must win for the Eagles? I mean, the Eagles are, their, their season is on, dare I say, the brink. Their season is on the brink. They are at that point where they got to win. They pretty much got to win them all. Seven weeks left, you got to win them all, although they got to win their division games. Now, I do think, I do think the Eagles, if they right the ship, if they get it together, they can win the division. Are you scared of the Redskins? No. Are you scared of the Cowboys? Are you scared of the Giants? You shouldn't be. Not really. No, shouldn't be. I mean, because, you know, that's a... That's the thing. Oh, and so speaking of our, of our upset alert, boy, Maryland is taking it to Ohio State 17-3. The Buckeyes, you know, Buckeyes are looking. They are definitely looking to Ann Arbor. I'm trying to think, are they playing Ann Arbor? Or they, they're definitely looking to the maize and blue. They're looking to play Michigan. They're, they're not <laughs> here today. So the Buckeyes, man, oh, man, oh, man. But then again, they've been playing like that all season. They've been playing down to their competition. I mean, a lowly Purdue, no one say an average Purdue squad blew them out. So that's our upset alert for today in college football. And we have we have somebody coming on with us. Okay, we're going to break first. Okay, so you're listening to 96.1 FM, uh, 900 AM WRD Black Talk. Me and the Chris Murray Report will be right back. Open enrollment for individual health insurance ends December 15th. This year, you may have more choices, and if you're battling addiction, make sure you buy a plan that guarantees coverage for substance use disorder, mental health, prescriptions, and pre-existing conditions. If you want to learn more about health insurance, need help signing up, or have questions about financial assistance, visit insurance.pa.gov. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. Looking for addiction resources? Call 1-800-662-HELP to reach PA Get Help Now. Independence is a precious thing, but now and then everyone needs a little help. Isn't it good to know that getting the help you need doesn't mean drastically changing your life? Always Best Care Philly and Delaware is there to give you just the amount of help you need, from a few hours a week to as many hours as you need, handling everything from light housekeeping to meals and so much more. Don't struggle. Contact Always Best Care and see how easy it is to age in place. Call us at 302-409-3710 or visit alwaysbestcaredelaware.com. Hey, Brother Shamari, I hear you talking about JD's auto body and painting. That's where I go. Nick, I know the owner, JD, personally, and they always take care of me. You asked me. I told you about JD's when you needed car repairs. I've been spreading the word about their professional work. I know. I know. I remember now. You sure did. They're at 6300 Wayne Avenue in Germantown, right? 215-848-5949. That's 215-848-5949. I know. I have it memorized. Now, we both agree that JD's auto body and painting is the place to take your car for all your auto body repair and painting needs. They work with all insurance companies and free towing with repairs. Yeah, free estimates and senior discounts too. But I bet you didn't know JD's has a 10% discount for WURD listeners. Come on, Nick. I know Juanita, JD's wife since elementary school. Tell them Brother Shamari sent you and you can mention Nick too. Yeah, that's right. Call JD's today at 215-848-5949. 
At Dietz & Watson, we hand-season our oven classic turkey breast with fresh paprika and our special blend of spices. The result is a taste of Thanksgiving in every bite. Everything we make is meticulously crafted using delicious details because we believe the details make all the difference. Dietz & Watson, caring like only family can since 1939. Like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count it off? Go ahead. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up. Bob, come on now, Bobby. Cut off, Bobby. All right, so who we have on? We got uh, Cornell from West Philadelphia. Uh-oh. Are we in? Hello? Okay. Hello? Uh, is this Cornell? Hello? Yes. Is this Cornell from West Philly? No, this is Joe from West Oak Lane. Oh, Joe. Okay, we'll talk with Joe. Joe at West Oak Lane. What's happening, brother? Joe. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing okay, man. You know, just trying to get through the day. What's hap What's on your mind? That's good. I, I think that Draymond Green and that uh, Kevin Durant thing is a real, real big deal. That happened... On the sideline, that that did not go into the locker room. No, it was on the sideline, absolutely. Yeah, he called Draymond called Kevin Durant the B word twice. Yeah, and I I, I think and it, it, it was not a cat fight. A cat fight is between two cats going back and forth. Kevin Durant maintained his cool. Right. Draymond Green it did all the fights. Kevin Durant was cool as he could be, and Draymond said, "We don't need you, B." I forgot this guy, Steph Curry, too. Right, and Steph Curry. And the, and, and the media has Draymond dreaming that he's the heart and soul. The heart and soul of the team is still the point guard. Right. They're always the point guard, as, as it is in football. Without Steph Curry, they won't win. Do you think it was called for, for Draymond to, to, to refer to Kevin Durant as the B word? Absolutely not. Uh, Draymond has anger management issues. Okay. He has anger management issues, and, and it's quite as it's kept. Two years ago, he came at Steve Kerr. They had to hold him back from wanting to be uh, the coach. They kept that out of the sport, out, out of the sports stage, but he came after the head coach himself. So he has a, a serious anger management problem, and if I was the ownership and management, I would trade Draymond with the quickness because as far as an enforcer or an intimidator, they have a player by the name of DeMarcus Cousins who, who will be returning in a few months. They don't need Draymond. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I, I got to move on, Joe, but that's an interesting okay. point. Um, we got uh, Cornell, North Philly. Yes, Chris. Listen, last week, I just want to say this real quick. Last week you had a fellow on and you were talking about the Cowboys-Eagles game, and you tried to be a little objective. And he said the Cowboys are going to do nothing but what they always did was nothing, okay? And they wound up winning the game. Uh-huh. Then, and, and then um, he, had, he Mari Cooper was supposed to be so washed up, but then he made a move on the board derby 
and, and didn't even touch him. And, and Darby put a move on him so good that he that he messed his knee up. Yeah. You know I mean, so I, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. That, that, that fella, he didn't give. You know, I know you're not a cowboy fan and all that, but you tried to be objective. But this, that fella, I can't remember what his name was. He did it. I mean, just put him down. Just put the cowboys down and all that. So he owes you an apology. Yes, <laughs> he does. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank All you, right. Cordell. We got I'm, we got Steve. Uh, thank you, Cordell, for the call. Uh, Steve from Haynesport, New Jersey. What's up, Steve? Hey, real quick. Yeah, real quick, sir. How you doing? I'm doing okay. That's what I wanted to say. I watched last week's game. I, I, well, I was a big time Cowboy fan when Landry was the coach, but not now. I mean, I watch him, but uh, that game uh, last week was so big. It was almost like it was a Super Bowl. The Eagles were playing. All I heard throughout the week was what the Eagles were going to do. But when the game was all cleared and, and done, we saw what the Eagles didn't do anything. You know what the problem was? The Cowboys have a great front four, and they got guys that are injured on that front four. And they do have a decent offense. The Cowboys built the defense this year. They didn't build the offense. So that's something for everybody to t- take a look at. They got, they got a great defense. The offense is just decent. And real quickly with the uh, Lakers, I'm hearing that the Sixers may go after uh, is the Corwell Pope, the uh, guard that the Lakers got. Yeah. Um, He's not playing good with the Lakers. For some reason, the kid can't do anything with the Lakers. That would be a good pickup for the Sixers, and I wish them the best. And thanks for taking my call. No problem. No problem, Steve. We got my man Maurice from Southwest Philly. Mo, Mo from South Philly. What's happening, brother? I am Chris Murray. Well, thank you, man. I I, I appreciate that. Let me tell you something. The Eagles are done. Ain't nobody going to run the table, so all these uh, homers... They're not the same team, so you got to understand they're not they're not taking the same chances. Right. And second of all, the most important thing I want to say, you know, I mix politics with it. We need you to go to city council and tell them that they need to put more power centers in these uh, these uh, recreational centers to bring the police and the neighborhoods together and I- solve some of the violence problems. You know, I I, I, I I would hope that you're right about that. Now I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm the one to go in the city because I'm st- I'm a journalist I, and, and and all that and I and and I hear you on that because to be honest about it, I wish they had more places to teach kids how to box. Now I'm not an advocate of violence, but I think that when you learn how to box and all that, you understand when you learn any martial art. You learn the responsibility that, that violence is not always the answer, but you learn to get that out of you, get that out of your system, and you learn to get that. And, I, and I'm in agreement with you on that, I, and I'm a firm believer in youth sports and things of that nature. So from that standpoint, um, I, I, Maurice, I can't argue with you. I mean, you're right. Well, this is what I'm saying. Why not you? You are the great Chris Murray. We need somebody to step up, and why not you? And if you step up, I will be there right by your side. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'm gonna definitely take that into consideration. Although I will say this now, now that I now that I think about it, um, I'm I'm looking to interview you know young people who are in sports, you know, who are playing like you know like youth sports, and, and and if they're doing something good in the community other than sports, like it's like, like it's a high school player or something like that, please draw them to my attention. At the end of the show, I'll give out my email address or, or you can call the station because I would like to talk to kids. I want to talk about, because we talk, we talk a lot about sports in the community and what people are doing. Like when, when teams go to, if you have a fundraiser, if you need somebody to say, hey, you know, you know, promote our team. And I know they got GoFundMe, but to talk about the teams that win the Little League titles or the Youth League titles, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. That's something I would promote, you know, on this show. So if you got anything like that, please let me know. And I'll at some point I'll um, give my my email. We got a few minutes left. Okay. I got thank you, Maurice, for the call. I got Fishmon from North Philly. Fishmon, you see the fight last night? No, I didn't catch the fight last night. Uh was it a good one? Yeah, it was um it was it was Mar it was Mar it was Maurice uh who is this guy's name? I just had it. There you go, there you go. Let's move on. Yeah, no um, no 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 no. It was <laughs> you said Mar, Mar uh, Maurice Hooker versus uh versus uh this kid Alex um Salvedo. Yeah, yeah. See how you treat me? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, but I was you know, But it's Dante Waller and, and Tyson Fury. That's the fight that's coming up, and that's the fight that counts. That's the and, fight um, that counts. Okay. And I, I want to say, 
and I'm being uh, brief. Great show today, and that's why I'm just calling in the end and, and keep your guard up at all times. Well, yeah. I'm gonna tell you this kid. This kid Hooker last night, you know, got knocked down with a with a counter right, and then came back and finished the guy in the uh, in, in, in the seventh round. Heck of a fight! Great fight. What weight division? What weight division? Uh, junior, junior, junior welterweight, light, light, light welterweight, junior welterweight. All right, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I won't dismiss it, but I'm telling you, you had a great show today, and keep your guard up at all times. I will keep my guard. Thank you very much. Okay, so are we out of time? We're just dang, dang man. We just we we're, I'm having fun, man. We just it happens every week. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, I gotta thank all my guests. I gotta thank all my guests today because, and I want to thank all my callers. I can't name all of y'all. Well, I guess I could. You know, everybody from Fishmont, Maurice, Southwest Philly, Steve Haynesport, Court, Cornell, North Philly, um, everybody. Haraya from from uh, from Ardmore, Ron, everybody, everybody, and I'm naming y'all today. Of course, my guests Jack McCaffrey and Brandon Robinson. Thank you guys for, for for making this a great show today. I don't do this by myself. Jordan, thank you as always, man. Keep you know always. I, I enjoy having you on this show with me and whatnot because I, I I like to get the young people's perspective to keep us old heads, you know. Because we because the thing is, you Jordan will become an old head and whatnot. You gonna be sitting around. Well, I remember back in my day. See, I love people like Cliff Murray. I met that, that that guy like that. We understand that. So, like I said, it's all a part of it's all a part of the fun of this show. So, and I want to thank everybody from Facebook for looking in today. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back here. Uh, we'll be back here next week. We're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna be off on on the first of December. So, we'll, but we will be back here Thanksgiving weekend after you know I'm gonna have a lot of turkey with me and all that. So, in any event, ladies and gentlemen, we will see y'all next week. Thank you for listening. You're listening to 900 AM WRD 96.1 FM WRD. The Chris Murray Report. We'll see y'all next week. Black Talk Media. We enjoyed you having you having you with us today. Have a good weekend. confident about your Medicare with Keystone 65 Basic RX HMO. You'll have $0 premium, $0 copay, and $0 deductible, plus access to the largest network of doctors and hospitals in the region. Get the coverage you deserve with Independence Blue Cross. Visit ibxmedicare.com. Keystone 65 offers HMO plans with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Keystone 65 Medicare Advantage plans depends on contract renewal. Benefits underwritten by Keystone Health Plan East, a subsidiary of Independence Blue Cross, independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Hey, Philly, the storm is over. But if you had tickets to the Thursday night's Universal Circus, we still want to see you under the big top. Just log on to universalcircus.com slash Philly for exchange details and come warm up under the big top. Join Pastor Waller for the All of Me pre-holiday jazz brunch at the new and fabulous Grand Ballroom, Philadelphia, located at 3801 Market Street, November 24th at 1230 p.m. Enjoy gospel, jazz, R&B, and holiday music while sampling an endless buffet. Proceeds to benefit men who care of Germantown Incorporated. Tickets are $50. Discounted parking across the street. For tickets and more information, call 215-387-3550. 
Real ID is coming. Are you ready? Real ID is a federal requirement that affects how all states issue driver's licenses and ID cards. After October 1, 2020, you will need a Real ID or another TSA-approved form of ID to board all flights or enter federal facilities that require ID. Real IDs will be available in spring 2019, but you can pre-verify now. It's easy. Learn how at pen.gov slash real ID. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. Annenberg Center Live presents the bright acapella harmonies of No Buntu on November 17th. Augmented by traditional percussion and dance, the five women of Nobuntu perform a joyful mix of Zimbabwean songs, Afro jazz, and gospel in vibrant celebration of their culture. Don't miss Nobuntu on November 17th at Annenberg Center Live. Get tickets at 215-898-3900 or annenbergcenter.org. That's 215-898-3900 or annenbergcenter.org. William Tyson invites you to buy his book of poems titled My Ghetto Bible, created to inspire the youth of today. Tyson also offers three CDs titled Beginner